Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. I just want to start off by apologizing for kind of falling off the face of the earth for a while. My father fell ill unexpectedly um, just over a month ago, and after about uh, three or four weeks of decline, he did finally pass away. And uh, I was able to spend a, a couple of weekends with him and my family before he passed, and was blessed to have some special time with him before he passed. But that being said, uh, it's been a difficult month, and I'm just now starting to pick up back into the swing of things and you know it's been a whirlwind since then with the funeral and spending time with family and so i'm glad to have had that time away uh, to be with them but i'm also sorry if i've disappointed anyone with not continuing this work during that time but this month has obviously put me in thought of my father's life who he was and what his legacy is in my mind so part of me just wants to spend this episode bragging about my dad and the awesome man that he was, and I'll do some of that, but I want to look at parts of scripture that my dad's life has stirred up in me and talk about some of what I've learned from seeing him live those principles out. And there's a song that comes to mind that I used to hear when I was in college on a radio station in that town, and its chorus said, where are the monuments? we should be building. And this referred to a passage of scripture I'm about to read. And the idea is that as Christians, there are just some landmark things in our lives that our children and future generations should be able to point to. Landmarks that show the ways of God, what he's done in our lives, and the manifestation of our faith. So in Joshua chapter 4, verses 21 through 24, The word says, And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you, until you were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us, until we were gone over that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you might fear the Lord your God forever. So Joshua literally built a monument as a testimony of what God had done for the children of Israel. Now, I'm not going to propose that we start building statues of God's glory everywhere, and I'm not sure that there's anything wrong with that, but what I'm getting at here is something that my dad did extremely well. There were markers in my dad's life that were solid and constant and safe and dependable. So first, I just want to point out how that is a Christian virtue in itself. Proverbs 12.3 says, A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall never be moved. And I'm proud of the fact that my dad had the kind of character that I could point to a consistent godly quality and say, my father was this, or he was that. 
it's something that we're getting worse at as a culture all the time. Nobody wants to be the same old version of themselves. We can't be content to be content with who God made us. We have to be online making sure that we're keeping up and trending and always living so reactively to the world around us. And I think it was my aunt who said at my dad's funeral that nobody ever got into his bubble. It didn't matter what storm was raging around him. Dad was just dad. and His heart was steady. He was a rock of a man. And I've seen him be under the weight of some mountain-sized burdens and just march and march and march because that's who he was. And, you know, the thought today is when things get tough, just reinvent yourself. (laughs) Which many times is just a dressed-up way of saying quit and chase your bliss. But 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So my father was consistent in a way that makes me feel like a fart in a windstorm. I'm serious. His life is such a challenge to me when I think of the example that he gave, his faithfulness to his family, his patience with trials, his humility, and it's his heart to serve others. When I hold up his life next to mine, in my mind, I feel like a pinball. I mean, how much greater our lives can be when we hold fast to what is true instead of trying to figure out a way out of every situation. His life was marked so powerfully by the way he carried his burdens. He carried them well. We live in a culture that teaches us the way to live a good life, even a good Christian life, is just to drop all of our burdens. And yes, God tells us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light, but he also told us that we must take up our cross and follow him. God promises rest for our souls, but that's not the absence of burdens, but rather while carrying the burdens that he's placed in our lives. We have dramatically cheapened Christianity to be merely this weightless experience of deciding not to care about anything in a real way and just dismissing it as God's problem. That's not the life that Christ lived. Jesus cared. Jesus carried. Jesus wept. Jesus worked. And he did it all with the humility of a servant. And and that's the kind of monument that I see in my dad's life. His life was hard and real and had no shortage of heartaches along with the love and the beauty. But dad lived it beautifully, with perseverance. When most men would quit, there was dad, just carrying his cross. And I look around in my life and in my circle of friends and family. I look around in the church and society, and I see crosses laying by the highway of marriage. I see crosses laying by the highway of parenting, crosses laying by the highway of trials and tribulation. I see crosses laying by the highway of doubt. And all the way at the end, I see my dad just carrying his cross. And he wasn't a complicated man. He wasn't hip. He wasn't well-known, but he was a champion. And God doesn't need a bunch of men to escape their lives so they can do God's work. We need to do God's work within the context of our lives. In all the unglamorous ways that we are needed, just showing up every day is a foundation for our family a safe haven from the storms of life, a rock of faithfulness that 
points those around us to the foundation of Christ. And so I'm humbled by the life of my father. As I look at my three children and my wife and think about my dad, all I can say is that some things need to change. And I hope that this has been a challenge to you as well as I think about some of the ways that I can show up for my loved ones, how much growing I have to do in the way of being a stable man of faith. And I have done a lot of things to try and put priority on faith in my family, but the consistency with which I've done it is reflective of the ups and downs of my emotions and experiences. So may we all just grow to a place where others can see that we carry our cross whether it rains or it shines, that we are who we are despite of where we are or how we are at any given moment. And that's a part of my dad's legacy that will always be in my heart. And I pray that I can be that example to my children the way my father was to me. Hebrews chapter 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Amen. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.